enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast, episode 29, Rock the Dragon. I am your host, Daniel. And on this episode, we discuss Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Joining me from the Temple of Geek are Paul and Marcus. Welcome, guys. Yo. So, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Marcus's favorite childhood show. Pro- probably one of my one of my more entertaining animes that I enjoy. I wouldn't say my favorite. Um, Paul, how do you feel about DBZ? Love it. Absolutely loved it. The and you were just c- saying off air that you didn't even know Frieza died. The cinematic version killed it for me. The cinematic version. Yeah. The- oh, you're talking about the live action movie. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. Exactly. Well, that was actually the second of two horribly made films. The first one was like let's, a Japanese only. Let's just keep it to the anime. <laughs> let's just keep it to the real stuff. So Dragon Ball Z just recently came out with a new movie. Uh, the movie was titled Dragon Ball Z, the resurrection of F. Yeah, buddy. Or the revival of F, depending on what territory you're in. Um, basically in a nutshell, this movie is, about the second coming of Frieza, or third coming, for those who didn't realize he actually was a cyborg for a whole split second. <laughs> Until Chunks destroyed the crap out of him. But, uh, yeah. Marcus, you seen this movie in the movie theater? What were your thoughts? Um, I, I actually, I really liked the movie. Um, and I, I actually may, I may go back and watch the movie again and decide I didn't really like it that much. But... The reason why I'm saying that is because I watched uh, Battle of the Gods right before, like right before I left and walked out the door and went straight to the movie. And uh, I like it way better than Battle of the Gods. Now, I unfortunately did not see Battle of the Gods yet. I did. I just jumped right into the second one. I know, boo on my part. How could you? Um, Paul, you saw 20 minutes of the film. What did you think of it so far? I actually like it. It uh, brought me back to all my Dragon Ball Z memories. So... The very beginning of the film opens up with Frieza in hell. Yes. <laughs> I thought I was watching some other freaking like tentacle hente porno movie that was getting ready to begin with all these like Disney animation freaking porn, yeah. <laughs> with Bambi oh, and whatever else gosh. dancing around them with teddy bears and stuff, and then all of a sudden you see Frieza in this cocoon. I'm like, that was amazing. What the heck is going on? <laughs> Yeah, and he like later comes back to describe that that was his version of hell. <laughs> these little, these little cuddly like freaking plush dolls and stuff dancing and singing around him with happiness. <laughs> oh god, that was hilarious. So basically, the setup of the film is there's these exi- there's some remaining members of the Frieza Force that want to bring their master back. Um, so they go to Earth. To obtain the Dragon Balls, they wish for Frieza to return. Now, what was funny about is when they wished for Frieza to return, Shinron, the dragon, warned them that you probably don't want to do that because his body part was dismantled by trunks. Basically, his body was in pieces, but they wished him back together anyway because they had the technology to rebuild him. They can rebuild him. him. We have the technology. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that scene was just really weird to me because they revive him and all of a sudden you see this eyeball blinking and little pieces like of flesh pumping with ooze and just, yeah, 
Paul, how far did you get in the film? You said twenty minutes. I can't really think about how far. Yeah, no, no, no. Is. I got up to I got up to that where they they stuck his body parts in some kind of like containment container, and then they they go back into the ship, and then uh, <laughs> they were like, "Hey, you forgot this piece," and it's like his eyeball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was really creepy because his eyeball opens up and everything. Yeah. So one thing I enjoyed about this film is you know typically Dragon Ball Z movies don't really follow the television series. They don't. You know, the two worlds don't exist, coexist. The TV series is separate from the movies, vice versa. This movie actually embraced the t- television series. Um, you had members of the Red Ribbon Army from Dragon Ball. You have, you know, stories where, like, when Frieza comes back, one of the things he mentioned was, you know, about Goku's training. And he was like, there's somebody strong out there, like Meijan Buu. And they're like, oh, he defeated Meijan Buu. And you're like, oh, that's cool. They're re- referencing Dragon Ball Z. Why do you think that they in the movies and stuff they never existed in the same universe? I know why. Tell us. <laughs> Tell us. The uh, all all of the movies that were previously created before Battle of the Gods was never written by Akira Toriyama. There were some pretty talented writers who did mesh it um, into the story really well, like the history of Trunks. Um, but that's the reason why you you've always got like. Uh, what seemed like a, an alternate universe that was existing in, in the other movies is because it, it wasn't this, it wasn't Akira Toriyama who, who wrote them. And Akira Toriyama did write Battle of the Gods, which was basically a continuation after the Majin Buu saga, and then also wrote uh, Resurrection of F. So um, you said Toriyama did not write those stories. Did he just do that so he can let others, you know, was it like hands off on the series, but, you know, other creators can mess around with the movies or... Why was that? Uh, honestly, I don't know that those those details as far as like the ownership of the storyline and characters and all that stuff. But it's probably a multiverse thing, man. The the Dragon Ball Z version of the multiverse. <laughs> I guess, yeah. You know, like keep the keep the series separate and keep the movies their thing. Okay, Paul, how how much of Dragon Ball Z did you see when you were younger? Dude, I used to watch. I used to watch it every day before I went to work. And like I said, I mean, I, I got it. I got into. I'm not got into, but it really, really drew me in with the with the Android uh, saga. Um, and you know, just like how Marcus was talking about the the two, um, like I guess the two universes per se, because mm-hmm. the at least the Cartoon Network version uh, with Android what was it seventeen and eighteen. There yeah. was one way, and then if you saw like the actual uh, Japan anime movie version, uh, it was like the the origins were like totally different. Yeah, that was the uh, the Android Saga movie, right? Yeah, or not Saga, but it was. I forgot what the movie was actually called. Yeah, was... I forgot too. But yeah, I mean, I watched them both, but they were great. I love them. But that was that was actually the history of Trunks, wasn't it? With the androids. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think that's yeah. what that is. Which it, it actually messed really well. I mean, it was hard to mesh it wrong only because, you know, Trunks came from a whole new timeline. Yep. Yeah, and when he came back, it altered everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they did a good job there. I, I think the only other movie I think that meshed with the television series was the Bardock movie, which was Bardock. the storyline of Goku's father. Yeah. Um, and that tied into the series as well. After uh, Z was over with, they spawned off into a third television series, which was called Dragon Ball GT. Now, the one thing that these new movies do really well is erase the complete history of GT. Woo! <laughs> so, GT no longer exists according to the new timeline. So, think of it as the Zelda timeline. <laughs> <laughs> In a dark parallel universe, you know, Goku actually becomes a kid again. 
Um, yeah. Now really in the annoying. new series, <laughs> he's no longer a kid, and there's no more annoying Pan. Well, Pan's in the new series, but she's a baby. Yeah, they did take the name Pan, which is Gohan and Videl's daughter. Um, but again, like GT wasn't written by Akira Toriyama. That's also why it sucked. And Vegeta had a mustache. <laughs> Vegeta had a mustache. That was so weird. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, Super Saiyan 4 was just weird. You actually like Super Saiyan 4. I, I like the way it looks, but it's just weird. Like, it doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, as far as their 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 transformations go, it doesn't really make sense. And then the fact that they have to turn into a monkey first and then to Super Saiyan 4, it, it was just like... I didn't, I don't know, eh. but the form itself looked cool. Well, like I said, the, the new movies, they basically erase the history of GT and uh, now they're just kind of starting a new, a new timeline from there. And we're going to see the new adventures uh, after this, this new movie that's coming out, the resurrection of F um, there is a new series that's going to be debuting. I don't know when it comes out here in the States. I know it's already on episode six or seven in Japan. It's called Dragon Ball Super, which takes place right after the second movie. The animation in that movie is kind of up for debate right now. Um, a lot of fans are not happy with the way it looks because it looks like, a, I don't know, something you would see in an American cheap television on NBC <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday morning. I did read an article about that, and I actually saw a lot of frames, and Goku did not look like himself. It looked like somebody hit him in the face with a frying pan, and then they were like, this is Goku. And... Yeah, I, I could definitely understand why they were pretty mad about the way that looks. Um, but it, it's happened in more than just this TV show where they, like, they're they on a super tight deadline to get the, the, the characters produced and everything for the show. Mm. And then they end up fixing it when it comes out on like a DVD release. So, so, so you're thinking like a DVD release will be more more detailed and yeah, better looking. Like the, the, all the drawings will be, I think will be fixed by then. And probably even by the time they're dubbed in English, if I am, and then again, that's just me crossing my fingers still. <laughs> so continuing on with the movie cell cell, basically he gets brought back to life and, uh, he decides to train for four months while they travel to earth. Um, cause he wants to get his revenge on Goku for defeating him. No mention of Trunks, you know, defeating him when he was yeah. cyborg. He wants he wants his revenge on Goku. <laughs> Goku only. You know, so, you know it'd be easy to take out the child. <laughs> for real. <laughs> so hilarious. He trains for four months and he starts heading towards or during that time he's heading to Earth. At the same time, Goku and Vegeta are training as well. Yes. Now these guys are training with who? Uh, Whis and Lord, or the Lord of Destruction Beerus, or God of Destruction Beerus. Who were both introduced in the Battle of the Gods film. Yes. Now, the other guy's name was Reese, you said? Whis. Whis? What is wrong with that guy? <laughs> it, it's, uh, a, a, I, don't, I don't know, I think they purposefully made his character, like, really strange, because you don't find out until the very end of Battle of the Gods that Whis is stronger than Lord Beerus, and he's his trainer. I don't know. I think they were just looking for a way to baffle us. Huh. You know, I've always been used to weird characters in Dragon Ball Z. You know, you had Mr. Satan or Hercule, depending on which localization you watched. Um, you have uh, King Kai, 
Yeah. <laughs> so so this new this new Kai of uh, of Vegeta and Goku, I'll, I'll be able to tolerate. He just my first impression of him because I didn't watch. Like I said, I didn't watch Battle of the Gods. Um, but my first impression of him in this movie was like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like so in the first movie, Beerus wakes up, and Whis is the one waking him up. And you find out that they're always together because Whis is um, sort of like a guide for uh, Beerus. Uh-huh. So um, they ultimately decide after he wakes up that um, Beerus is going to find the Super Saiyan God. And after traveling, uh, well, actually, he, he, t- he brought up Frieza. And then Whis told him that somebody killed Frieza and it was Goku. And then that's how they made the connection to Goku and eventually brought up the Super Saiyan God form in that film. Okay. Yeah. Kind of weird, but okay. So speaking of Super Saiyan God, Frieza comes to Earth. Goku reveals his new power to Frieza. Yeah, buddy. Which is a blue-haired form of the Super Saiyan, which is actually an improved version of the Super Saiyan God mode, which was introduced in the last film. Yep. This version of Super Saiyan is called what? Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. What? (laughs) I am just really hoping that in Japanese it's a better name. Like, it just makes sense in that language. (laughs) But from what I can tell right now is, you know, they messed up. They called the English version Super Saiyan God when, when when he turned to the maroon hair and everything. Mm-hmm. They called that version Super Saiyan God, and and I just I don't know if they had intentions of taking it further for that, and then they ended up doing it. So then they're like, "Well, crap! Well, we have a Super Saiyan version of this already called Super Saiyan God," and the best they could do was tack onto it. Now, is that the official title, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan? That is that is the English translation. Okay, so. They didn't actually. I don't remember them actually calling that in the movie. He just said it was an improved version of the Super Saiyan God mode. Yeah. So it is possible that by the time we see the series, they can correct all this and call this something completely different. It's true. I and I honestly, I hope they do because it just seems like, extremely silly. This possibly could be the new Super Saiyan Four. Yeah, actually, that, that I mean, or even just replacing the idea of a Super Saiyan Four. Um. Because, it, uh, and I've thought about it too, about how maybe their transformations are starting to get a little too wild where, you know, it's like, how much extra glow can you add? Or how much longer can you grow his hair? Or, you know, anything like that. And I think it's kind of like, yeah, or something like that, you know, it's just like, what, what do you do? What, what do you, what do you do to continue making the transformations for a Saiyan and it also still be good? So during that scene when Goku introduced his new Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan blue-haired form, <laughs> Frieza revealed that he had a fourth form. You know, in the original or in the original series, we saw three forms of Frieza. In this movie, he revealed that he now has a fourth form. So this guy never trained a day in his life. He trains for four months. Hey, now I'm golden. I think it's a fifth form. Yeah. Wait, was one of his forms like an egg or something, or was that cell? No, 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 no. He had, he had two middle forms, and then he had his final form, and then he had okay. a new final form. <laughs> so he had a final, final form, which is a golden form. Yeah, and he called himself Golden Frieza. <laughs> he said, let's make this simple. Let's just call me Golden Frieza. It's like, oh, that's, that's nice. <laughs> now, I've always hated the character of Frieza. <laughs> Why? 
the Frieza saga was just my, I don't know, it was not my favorite saga of the original Dragon Ball series. It just seemed like that was the longest saga. It was. I thought Brawly was. Brawly was just three movies. Yeah. Just? <laughs> just three movies, just man. Just three. But but the Frieza saga, it just drug on and on. They go to Namek. They hunt down these Dragon Balls, these giant Dragon Balls. They Frieza, I don't know, just Vegeta switches sides 15 times. Um <laughs> They kill Krillin. They bring Krillin back. They I just. Well, I'd like. I would like to point out, though, and you made this clear to me today, that Frieza has now died more times than Krillin. That is true. <laughs> so maybe we. I, and this is highly doubtful, but maybe the Krillin jokes will stop. <laughs> I just. I don't understand why they feel the need to keep bringing Frieza back. I there has been be so tough. many better characters. The only way Frieza. Well, okay, I. I say logically, the only way they're going to bring him back now is within the Mechian Dragon Balls, which they couldn't find them. That's the reason why they went to Earth to begin with, to use their Dragon Balls. Uh, I want to back up just a little bit, because that's the part that actually confused me in the movie. When they got the Dragon Balls on Earth, Shenron was able to grant two wishes now. Yeah. Why? Um, uh, he said something about with a new modification or something changed yeah, or there something. Was but the, the new um, guardian of earth is now, um, oh God, what was that little one's name? Uh, Boo. No, 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 no. The Namekian. He was a little kid in, during the Frieza saga. And then he came to earth and became the, uh, Oh, I know who you're talking about. The one that hung out with like Gohan and them. Yeah. I'm totally blanking on the name. I can't believe it. Paul, any, any idea which, who that, who that kid is? Go 10. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, little green Nemec guy. I think his name was Hank. We'll just call him Hank. So Hank is now the new god of Earth. Hey, Kermit, <laughs> Kermit the Frog. There was Kami, and then, gosh, I hate myself. Dende. Dende. That's who it is. That's right. Okay. Dende. <laughs> Dende. Yeah, he has Daniel healing for the powers win. and whatnot, and he's uh, yeah, he became the guardian of the earth. He was the one I called the traveling sensu bean. He is he is the traveling sensu bean. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that kind of confused me. You know, Shinron was now able to grant two wishes. Uh, I cannot remember who that freaking character is that from the Red Ribbon Army of uh, the original Dragon Ball series. What was that character's name? The one that was in the very beginning of the movie. He had the Dragon Balls. They stole them. Oh, you're t- uh, Emperor Pilaf. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. So they ended up wishing, <laughs> using, wasting a second wish on like a million dollars or some shit like that. <laughs> that was hilarious. So. Uh, oh, and, and you missed the joke. Uh, you would have got it if you watched the first movie. So um, <laughs> the the girl, um, I can't remember her name, uh, but she says, she says, I have a boyfriend. His name is Trunks. And uh, he's gonna kick your ass or something like that. And so in the in in Battle of the Gods, <laughs> they they broke into uh, Bulma's party. She was having this huge party, and all the characters are there. And they decide they're gonna steal the Dragon Ball so that they can become rich or whatever. And uh, and so Trunks bumps into her, and he falls in love. <laughs> so then, now is Trunks still a kid? Trunks is still a kid. <laughs> So he's like walking around telling everybody that he, he just he has a new girlfriend and he didn't tell her. And so she she finds out eventually that he's been walking around telling everybody that she's his girlfriend. But it's hilarious. 
now how how many years is this supposed to be after the last episode of Z? Um, honestly, it, it's it's hard to it's hard to gauge that only because one, the kids are still kids. Two, um, Gohan and Videl had their baby, so there's at least at the very least nine months. At the same, so she was she was she pregnant already at the end of the series? I don't she remember. She was pregnant at um during Battle of the Gods. Okay. And, uh, but she was like the don't, you can't show it. Like, she was so early on that you couldn't tell. Uh-huh. And then, um, the other factor is Gohan is now a scrawny little dude. But he was already getting kind of scrawny in the series. Yeah, but I mean, how much time does it take a Super Saiyan to get scrawny? <laughs> yeah, but when he was Saiyan man, he was already getting scrawny. Yeah, but he had like zero muscle definition. Zero. How can you how can you tell if he had muscle definition? He was wearing a tracksuit. <laughs> I saw I saw a comparative picture that, that put him in Dragon Ball Z versus him in Resurrection of F. And there's like these really skinny arms, and then there's like this buff version of him. It's still pretty impressive though that he was able just to flick on Super Saiyan. Yeah, it, well, it, it was interesting because you know he he didn't in Dragon Ball Z he he created a Mystic Gohan. So that he didn't have to turn Super Saiyan. Um, he was just strong. He was already as strong as a Super Saiyan without having to go it. And uh, so they just kind of like eliminated that. He just decided to go Super Saiyan. Which is interesting. Well, I don't want to spoil the movie too much. I, all I'm going to say is Goku wins at the end. I mean, if he didn't win, it wouldn't be a Dragon Ball Z movie. <laughs> but Goku wins at the end. And I really felt that the ending of this film was very anticlimactic. Did you get that vibe when you watched it, or do you just like, eh, it's just a movie, that's how they are? If if you watched it from the beginning and picked up the notes, you would know what was going to happen as soon as the bad thing happened. The bad thing happened, and you're like, oh, I know how he's going to fix it. Yeah. I don't know, though. Like, when Goku comes back, I expect more of a fight, another ten minutes of battle or something, but it was just kind of like... Kanehaneha, kaboom! In the story. <laughs> well, so uh, I was talking to you about this today too, about how it's hard to to have the movies do the show justice because you know we're we're used to watching the Dragon Ball Z series where these these um, you know these enemies last for multiple episodes. You know, three seasons go by and this guy still isn't dead. Yeah, it was like 114 episodes of the Namek series. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, I think it was. No, I don't know. Um, but um, and then you you come into the movies and it's all build up, and then you don't start fighting him until the last thirty minutes, and the problem's dealt with before the end of the movie. So it's hard to just kind of like, you know, to convey that the enemy is actually super powerful in the time span that they you know have in a future film. Agreed. So, Paul, are you planning on finishing this film? Uh, yeah. Do you have any interest in the new series? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up the show. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> One thing I do want to mention, though, is I thought it was freaking awesome that uh, Master Roshi goes back into his buff form and starts beating some dudes up. That you only seen one other time on the series, and that was in the original Dragon that Ball series. That was in Dragon Ball, yes. I was like, that's amazing! Yeah, I was kind of confused when they brought him into battle. I'm like, what the hell? He never fought in Dragon Ball Z. So Master Roshi pulls a uh, Yoda? Oh, he pulls a buff Yoda. Yeah. He he, (laughs) He hulks up. 
Man, it was amazing. Yeah, you got to watch the movie, man. Finish the movie. Or even Eat watch the trailer. Sentence. He goes buff in the trailer. So also, oh, yeah, yeah in the trailer, buff. if anybody... <laughs> also in the trailer, um, if you're wondering um, about Krillin's hair, he cuts it, it during the film. Yeah. So... <laughs> It gets explained, which was kind of funny. Um, that whole scene, because Android 18's like, he's so cool. <laughs> See, like at that exact point, I leaned over because I was with Nate, who watched it with me. And I was like, why is he going into battle? She's stronger than him. And, well, she actually says that in the movie. She's like, I'm stronger than you. Oh, and He's like, well, I need you to stay here and watch the baby. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, she she actually says that in the movie. She's like, I should be the one going into battle because I'm stronger than you. And he goes, well, I need you here to watch the baby. And then he shaves his head and then he flies off. And she's like, he's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) In her little monotone cyborg voice. He's so cool. (laughs) That was awesome. Just quickly, the Dragon Ball Z game. Uh, They just added... Yeah, they just added the patch, uh, I guess a pack right before this movie came out, um, of these characters. So, you are able to play as the Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan blue-haired monkey guy. Heck yeah. Um, oh, one other thing I do want to mention. Vegeta's a total badass in this film. He doesn't really do much, but he's a badass. He is a total badass. Um, Vegeta's, Vegeta's always still, been a badass. Yeah, but in this movie, he just like steps it up a notch. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I am sad that my favorite character wasn't in the film. Who's your favorite character? Piccolo trunks oh. trunks. Yeah. Piccolo's in the film. He actually plays a pretty, pretty decent sized part. Uh, yeah, but trunks is my favorite character. Teenage trunks, future trunks and little baby trunks. Um, one of my favorite scenes that I always remember of trunks is on Brawley's head. He's trying to break him and he takes a leak on his head. That may have been <laughs> broken, but... I forgot. Anyway, about that. Whoever the character was, I mean, those two characters, Trunks and Goten, are like awesome characters. Uh, they, uh, oh, another scene I loved of Trunks was when in Dragon Ball Z, freaking Vegeta's training and training and training and like trying to become Super Saiyan or whatnot. And Trunks just walks up and goes, oh, yeah, this he turns into Super <laughs> Saiyan, pisses the shit out of Vegeta because Vegeta trained all these years to become <laughs> Super Saiyan. And Trunks just does it in like five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was so pissed. <laughs> That's why I love Trunks. He was just one of those characters that is just hilarious. But final thoughts. Are you hoping to make another movie? Are you ready for the new series? I am definitely ready for the new series. Um, I've, I I just I love Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Battle of the Gods, Resurrection of F, and what's going to be Super. <laughs> you, you already love Super, even though you haven't oh, seen yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I, I just know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my favorite show <laughs> Paul yeah I can't wait to finish the movie <laughs> so you totally need to finish the movie yeah no I can't wait to finish it yeah I mean if it, it'll, it'll probably be the uh, the precursor to get me back into the Dragon Ball universe I'm actually thinking about watching the entire series from Dragon Ball all the way up to Z and then going on forward I did that that's over a summer one time that's going to be quite an undertaking but I, I'm planning on doing that you should do it. Yep. I think I will. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. I want to thank Paul and Marcus for joining me on this episode's discussion. Stay tuned to the Temple of Geek.com for the next all new episode. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>
Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.